Thanks so much for joining me today. Before we dive into our topic, I just want to let you know that if you're interested in getting a deeper understanding of mindfulness and really getting a strong foundation for mindful living and a daily meditation practice, I have a course for you, a four-week mindfulness course where you will get everything you need to know to live mindfully and meditate successfully. Check it out on my website. Okay, let's dive into today's topic. Welcome to Ebtide Wellness, where you learn mindfulness-based techniques to help you meet the flow of your life. Here, we authentically explore what is going on within us to best meet what is happening around us. There's no stopping life, but we can meet it no matter what the tide. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, inviting you to be Ebtide Well. Welcome to the Ebtide Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp. Today, we're going to continue our conversation about self-love. And particularly, we're going to conquer the beast that is destroying our capacity to hold ourselves in the respect and love and unconditional acceptance that we all deserve. So what if I told you that there is this person and they're trying to sabotage like everything you do? They're ruining your relationships. They're talking a lot of smack. They are behind your back telling your boss that you're not living up to expectations. They're making you feel bad about yourself so you don't make good healthy decisions. Like what's the point of exercising? You'll never be what you want to be. I mean this person is mean. Like the meanest of mean girls. And they tell lies about you. And they don't really believe that you deserve anything good in your life. So this person, like right now, I hope you're pretty mad at them. (laughs) I am. Would you keep them around? Would you be like, yeah, let's hang out. Tell me what you think about my new idea. Would you not only hang out with them, would you take them everywhere you go and turn to them for their opinion whenever you're faced with a major life decision or whenever you have a little bit of a dream? No. No. I hope. But this person is a constant presence for most of us that we allow. This person is within us. And it's the voice of what we call the inner critic. And so I mentioned the inner critic last week, but we're really going to explore it today. The inner critic, to remind you, it's that voice that comes from within you and just tears you down. The voice that says, I can't do this. I'm no good at this. Everybody thinks, you know, whatever the most horrible thing. Everybody thinks this. I will fail. I don't deserve this. I can't even make a mistake. Nobody loves me. Nobody likes me. So this voice can be a constant chatter, a constant sort of sports narrator that's waiting for you to fumble in the back of your head. And having this negative rain cloud telling you what you do and do not deserve and what you can and cannot do and just how little you're measuring up, well, it's our biggest obstacle 
to well-being and joy. I mean, it's a total joy killer. It keeps us from following our dreams, trusting ourselves to create our dreams, from allowing anything great to come into our lives, including relationships, including opportunities. This really matters. This voice needs to be addressed and managed and released. Having a huge impact on the mental health in our society and our physical illness and our energy. Feeling the heaviness of being told all the time, you're no good. So what do we do to get rid of this toxic, freeloading roommate? Well, the first thing that comes with all mindfulness is awareness. And so we're going to do a little exercise now just to give you the chance to face your bully within you. But to whatever extent's possible for you, just allowing yourself to really settle into the breath. Letting the breath become an anchor for you so there's space between the thinking mind and your consciousness. We're going to do a little visualization exercise. I want you to watch the thoughts from the seat of consciousness beneath them. And without getting lost in them or engaging with them, just watch the thoughts that come in. So I want you to imagine you're out and about running errands. You didn't think too much about your appearance today and you run into someone who says, hey, like you look really great today. What thoughts come into your mind? Do you hear that inner critic voice? Releasing that situation, imagining that your boss or a client, someone that your work is evaluated by, asks you to give them a self-review of your performance for the last month. What thoughts come to mind? How about this? You've tried a new hairstyle or a new jacket or something that you really like, but it's not the usual you. It's different than what people are used to seeing. Imagine yourself stepping into a party or someplace public and what thoughts come to mind. And finally, consider a dream you have and a life change that you desperately desire and holding space for following that dream, what thoughts come to mind? So what did you notice about the thoughts? I hope that you found some supportive and inspiring ones. But for many of us, when we're put in situations 
of self-exposure or being judged, even favorably, someone saying, hey, you look great, or we are considering an exciting but potentially risky change in our lives, that's for many of us a time where the inner critic just gets loud. So we need to be really careful about this because it's not harmless. We are listening to ourselves. That's why we have this epidemic of self-worth in our society, low self-worth. That's why many of us are paralyzed in lives in which we're not following our dreams. What if you could do whatever you wanted because no one was going to give you feedback and you didn't care what they had to say and you had a voice within you that said, yeah, you can do this. How different would that be than how you're doing things now? Now, many of us are driven by comparative ideas of success, of not looking like failures, of being perfect. We give this voice so much room, we become slaves to a taskmaster within us. And we are not enjoying our lives and we are not loving ourselves. And yet somehow we think we are a problem. So knowing and observing our thoughts is key to breaking free from the cage that the inner critic has put on your life and on you. So in mindfulness, you know, we really don't worry about the thoughts, even when they're super toxic. We just develop a wise relationship to them. We know that when we engage with the inner critic or negative thoughts in general, it just gives them more fuel because they're like, oh, cool. Consciousness is paying attention to me. It's playing with me. And it gets stronger because you're listening. So these thoughts, we don't try to fight them away or resent that they're there. We notice they're there. We have compassion for the negative impact on ourselves, but then we can change our relationship when we notice they're there. Be more conscious about whether we give them our attention or whether we simply let them be and turn our energy and attention to something that's more positive for us. But first, let's really, <laughs> let's really dig into how harmful these thoughts are, how bad they feel, because I want you to unfortunately, like get your face stuffed in the mud. So we stop. I mean, this is incredibly painful to face the voice that we have been destroying ourselves with, but we must. So I want you now to write down or just say to yourself, top five negative judgments about yourself. And I'm going to stop you here, although usually when people do this exercise, they're like, I'm going to need another 30 minutes. <laughs> but stop and notice how, whether that was easy for you or whether you struggled, most of us don't struggle. But how did that feel? How did that feel to put out loud in words, whether in thoughts or paper, 
the nastiness that you've been telling yourself, maybe your whole life. This exercise isn't meant to then give you something else to judge yourself about, about how terrible you've been to yourself, but it's been to say, oh my gosh, some compassion for yourself. Decide now to not talk to yourself like that ever again. And when we do fall back into that habit, it's a habit of mind to instead turn back to yourself with compassion. Most of us are so used to being berated by our own inner voice, we don't even notice it or think it's wrong. If you had this megaphone and you were talking to someone else in your life like this, you would be shocked. You would never for some reason, we let our own inner critics just keep talking. Maybe because we agree with it. And even if we have messed up, it doesn't mean the inner critic gets to beat us up for it over and over. When we mess up, we meet it with compassion and say, okay, what's the lesson? How do I move on? So hopefully you realize how definitely destructive this inner critic is for you. It's not helpful. If this is how you think you're succeeding, try it a different way. The sports team on the field doesn't do well because their fans are yelling at them that they better not screw up. They do well because their fans are cheering them on and they feel the positive support and they can win. If your need to be perfect is what's making you excel, you're probably exhausted. You probably don't know why you're doing what you're doing and you're going to burn out and get sick. It's not sustainable. Like the horse that's being whipped, eventually it's going to collapse. But the horse that's following a carrot, it's going to be happy to trotting along. But what not to do with this voice? Don't engage. It just bolsters it. Like, you know what bullies like is when you tell them that's not true. So don't get in a fight with it. Don't rationalize it. Just don't engage. At the same time, though, don't collapse. Don't say, okay, you're right, and just collapse. It's one. And most importantly, though, don't believe it. So what can we do? Well, as we've just done, the most important step is noticing, identifying it and naming it. So when you hear that voice, when you're about to take that step and the voice says, don't, you're going to fall. You say, oh, I see you inner critic. And you realize it's not you. You realize it's not true. And we can replace the negative thoughts, the negative voice with positive ones. So we're not going to engage with the negative by fighting it. But if we notice a negative thought, we might then say something positive to ourselves. Like, well, I'm really glad I'm trying. This is also the time to be very firm with yourself. So when you hear the inner critic's voice, you treat it 
like an unwelcome guest because it is. And you say, no, I'm not going there. Fiercely compassionate to yourself. When this inner critic starts spewing its garbage, you just say, I'm not going there. That's enough. And turn away. We can also see the humor in it. I mean, it's ridiculous to have this like voice in our head. That's our worst enemy. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, so when you hear the voice, you can just say and laugh to yourself like, oh my gosh, look how ugly that inner critic is. They are so unhappy <laughs> and they are so mean. Like no one takes the mean girl seriously. You can just kind of see how much she's hurting. So the inner voice, this inner critic, just see the humor. Make it a persona. And also ask yourself, is this even true? It might be true that you had a mistake happen. But it's not true that therefore you're no good. And I think the, a really important thing about the inner critic too is just being really honest about it. You know, in our society, people keep acting like their lives are perfect and they feel super confident all the time. And, um, you know, most of those people are lying. And so I think it's really helpful with people you trust, feel safe with, to be honest about the doubts you had. Or if you're trying to, you know, be brave about a new job or a new relationship to talk to your friends so they can bolster you up and you can say hey here's what my voice is saying and and just receive the feedback to help you realize that that's not true and that's not what's going to guide your life so we have to change the voice this voice is not serving you so our our last exercise now i want you to write down or just think about five of your positive self-judgments. And notice if this was harder, and that's okay, a practice that you can do daily is writing a couple things down that you admire, like, and love about yourself and get into the habit of thinking kindly about yourself. And we do this to change the voice. You've had a long habit of a mean bully inner critic in your head, but we can change the voice. So I want you to really personify your inner critic. Maybe it's a bully from school when you were a kid. Maybe it's a family member. Really let them become a person and realize they're separate from you. It could be a dragon. They could have a whiny voice. And then whenever this voice comes up, you have an image that you can say, no, you're not welcome here. But then let's create another voice. Imagine someone who supports you unconditionally, maybe a grandmother a sort of cliche cheerleader, an inspirational teacher you had, maybe someone you don't even know. But what would they sound like in your head? Would they be like, get it, get it, yeah. Like nothing's gonna stop you. You look amazing. You're crushing it. 
wow, you're smart. Invite them in. Let their voice become the soundtrack of your movie. Let them be the narrator. Let them be the sportscaster who says, oh my gosh, they just threw, I know nothing about sports, so I'll just say they threw a really long pass. When you notice the negative voice, see that persona and swap it out for the positive one. Eventually, this loving voice will come from within you as your own voice as well. So let's come into meditation to connect more deeply to reprogramming our inner critic. Finding whatever posture is available for you in this moment where you can feel grounded in feet, relaxed in shoulders, softening in face. Whether your eyes are opened or closed, letting your attention settle more deeply into the breath. Nothing to do here, but just let yourself soften. Let yourself feel the separation of awareness from the virtual reality of thinking mind. Coming out of the delusion of thoughts and letting yourself sink into breath, into awareness. Come home, breath by breath. Finding a place within your body that feels centered, safe for you, and let yourself really let consciousness hook in. This is your seat of observation. You can sort of look up at the thinking mind. You can just watch the thoughts as they come in and they come out. Not engaging, but seeing how they're separate from you. Like birds flying in, flying out. You can just watch them. I want you to be particularly aware when you have a thought come in. That's judgment, especially about you. Maybe you bring to mind something that you're daring to do or something vulnerable for you and notice how the thinking mind steps in to say, don't. The inner critic is trying to protect you, to keep you safe, to not let you fail. But instead, it's keeping you from living. Anchored in the breath, open up to something you haven't had the courage yet to try. Hold space for what that would feel like if you did and notice if the inner critic starts to speak. And 
come into that persona imagining the ugly voice, really feeling this monster. It's not you. It's not true. It's just been living under the bad and you're shining light and saying it's time to go. Holding space for your breath again. Turning away from voice of the inner critic. I want you to imagine someone or something that you love so big. How much you believe in them. And imagining and knowing that someone loves you like this, believes in you like this. What would that feel like to have that as the voice? Go ahead and create it. As you settle in the breath, allow your energetic space to fill with this love from another voice. Maybe you can see their face, maybe you know them, or maybe they're new to you. But this is someone who believes in you, loves you, and trusts that you can take leaps and live. Let them in. Invite them in. As this persona gets formed, it's a new voice. While you'll still hold your own awareness and breath, feel their love rain down on you. What do they believe that you deserve? What does this voice tell you you are capable of? Maybe they remind you that even if you make a mistake, you're still perfect and they love you. Imagine yourself now taking that step, that courageous opening towards a dream, having that voice around you. If the inner critic tries to come back, there's no room. We turn away and your inner love voice is louder. I invite you to come beneath all the voices held in experience of love, but coming into your own heart space, finding your own voice. Yourself feel the love that you carry, feel the love that you can hold for yourself 
And every beat of that heart space, a message to you, you can, you will, you are. I love you. Let yourself connect to your own true wisdom within that tells you you are everything and you are loved. Close our meditation today with a quote from Dana Falls called Self-Observation Without Judgment. Release the harsh and pointed inner voice. It's just a throwback to the past and holds no truth about this moment. Let go of self-judgment, the old learned ways of beating yourself up for each imagined inadequacy. Allow the dialogue within the mind to grow friendlier and quiet. Shift out of inner criticism and life suddenly looks very different. I can only say this because I make the choice a hundred times a day to release the voice that refuses to acknowledge the real me. What's needed here isn't more prodding towards perfection, but intimacy, seeing clearly and embracing what I see. Love, not judgment, sows the seeds of tranquility and change. Thank you for listening this week. I'll see you next week. In the meantime, be kind to yourself and be uptight well. Thank you so much for listening and showing up, not just for this podcast, but for yourself. To dive deeper with me, check out my website at ebtidewellness.com and learn about personal wellness coaching opportunities and events. If this episode resonated with you, why not share it with someone else who you think might connect with it? I'll see you next week. In the meantime, be ebb tide well.